0: Today on episode number 725 of the School of Podcasting, we've got ID3 tags, we've got the truth about transcripts, and what happens if you make a mistake in your podcast? How do you get, how do you erase things off the internet? I'll tell you what you have to do. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you start your podcast, but I also help you grow your influence. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. You can save on either a monthly or yearly subscription And today we're going to be talking about mistakes and cleaning them up. But do you know what's not a mistake? That's right, buying a Focusrite USB interface. They now have a third-generation Scarlet series. It's the best-selling USB interface with over 3 million units sold worldwide. And you can choose from six different interfaces with either a a single input, four, eight, however many inputs you need. They have you covered so that you can have you, your guests, your hosts, however it's going to go. And you're going to end up with superior sound quality that makes sure you sound the best. And it works with a recording software you're already using and any type of XLR microphone. Some units have a thing called loopback that allows you to record Skype or Zoom directly into the software with no workarounds. And they added a new unique feature called Air that just adds a little bit of brightness and presence to your voice. I'll have links out in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 726. And thank you to Focusrite for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. And I'm sitting here almost laughing as I say, podcasting for 2005, blah, 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 because today I'm going to take my reputation and throw it right under the bus. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know that there have been many a times over the years where the old old superhero cape gets a little tarnished, and uh, I have never, ever professed to be perfect. But uh, I woke up last week, to about five emails saying, hey, Dave, uh, do you know that there is a typo in your title of your podcast? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, wow, that stinks. All right. And then I got down to another one and it said, hey, Dave, do you know that the question of the month for June says that the deadline is February 26th? That one is a head scratcher, and I was like, Really? Go over, listen to it. Sure enough, that's exactly what I said. So I went out quickly, fixed the typo in my title, and kind of jokingly went over to the school of podcasting and they said, Hey, don't do this. And a few of them said, How, what, what if we had like what happens? When you make a mistake and I thought, you know what, let's do that. That would be a good episode. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first thing, I, the, the the fun part of this is it's a it's not hard to understand, but it's not the easiest thing to explain. And I realize that you may be if you were here in front of me, I'd be drawing in front of you. I'd be it's super easy to explain visually. But audibly, it's not. So what I want you to do is picture your house that you grew up in, right? Mine's on top of a hill, white with green shutters. And Apple comes down your street once a day and takes a picture of your house. So far, so good? Got it? All right, great. So your house, mine is white, and then all of a sudden I wake up and I spray paint it And it's now green. Well, if you asked Apple right there, hey, what color is Dave's house? They'd say, well, according to our records, it's white, even though it's green. Now, why would they say that? Because they haven't driven down the street to take a picture of the house. They haven't updated the records to show the new color. So far, so good. Got it. Now, what happens when you have a boo-boo in your audio file? Is if you, let's say the file is called, you know, episode 16.mp3. Got it. You figure out the boo boo, you're like, ah, oh, you re record the part that's got the boo boo, you export it as episode 16b.mp3. And the problem is, take away your house and we're going to switch it to files. The first file was episode 16. MP3, And Apple is looking at that. You come along with a new coat of paint and upload episode 16B. What is Apple looking at? The original color of the house. What was the original file name in this case is episode 16. Even though episode 16B is right there, it's on your website. It's in your media host. Apple isn't looking at it. Why? Because they haven't driven down the street to update your listing. So within 24 hours, they're going to go back around through your, instead of stopping by your house, they're going to stop by your feed and go, oh, this was 16. Now it's 16B.mp3. And from that point forward, the file will play. But until Apple updates their records, your file isn't going to play. So let's go back to another scenario. Let's go back to your house. My house, white with green shutters. But it's getting kind of old, paint's kind of flaking We don't have sighting <laughs> And uh, Apple comes down the street Takes a note, it's white And as soon as they leave I go out And I paint my house White But I scrape off the, the flaking paint Put a new coat on, it's a little whiter Not quite as dirty and, uh, But it's still white Well, guess what if you now go to Apple and go, hey, what color is Dave's house? They're going to go, uh, it's it's white. And when they come down the street sometime in the next 24 hours, they're going to go, and Dave's house is, uh, it's white. So the records never, they update, but they don't update because it's the same thing. And you're like, Dave, you had me and you lost me. So let's say I have a file with a mistake in it and it's episode16.mp3. I fix episode 16, but when I export the new version of the file, I export it with the exact same file name. So previously, Apple was looking at a file called episode16.mp3, and you replace episode16.mp3 with the new version of episode16.mp3, And so consequently, Apple doesn't have to really update. It's looking at the exact same place. It's just that whatever was there is now bigger, better, stronger, faster. So if you're going to replace a file, just fix whatever it is, fix the boo-boo, and then upload it to your media host via Libsyn, whoever, Blueberry, Captivate, Podbean, etc., etc., and it should work perfectly. And this is one of the reasons why one of the criteria for my, my my if you ask me, like, what are the criteria of a media host? One of the things I don't want you to do is make up your own file name. If I upload episode 16.mp3, I want to download episode 16.mp3. I don't want you making up random numbers because then in the event I ever make a boo-boo, I can upload it and it gets... Basically instantly fixed. Now, something else we should keep in mind. If you have downloaded the file to your device, it's not going to just update it because the app or whatever you're using is going to go, I don't need to download that. He's already got episode 16.mp3. So anybody who has already downloaded it has a collector's item. So keep that in mind. And if you want the new version, you will have to delete the original version off your phone and then download the new version. You can always check it on your media host, and I always listen to it before I upload it, and that's going to be my transition to how can I avoid this. And this one just got by me. I haven't had an audio boo-boo in a while on the school of podcasting because what I do is I use Overcast. I have an iPhone. I use Overcast. I have said it before. You will pry Overcast from my cold dead hands. And this is one of my favorite features is with Overcast, you can go to overcast.fm and you can actually upload files to your Overcast account and it will just download it into the app on your phone. So I can actually listen to my podcast before it's even gone public. I believe Castbox also allows you to do this, but I use Overcast and I listen to it usually at like 2.4 speed because I'm just looking for obvious mistakes. But in this case, this one was kind of obvious, but kind of not that obvious. Usually for me, an obvious thing, and I did do this uh, probably a couple months ago, is I have a podcast called More Podcast Money. And for whatever reason, when I open up what I call my project file, I had the end music already in it, somewhere around the 20-minute mark to kind of remind me to wrap it up. And I did an episode that was much shorter. And so I brought in my... Outro music, about the 10-minute mark probably, put it in, exported it, and never listened to it. So what happened? Well, you would listen to the episode. Everything's great. Here comes the outro music, and thanks so much. We'll see you again. And then there were nine minutes of silence, and then the outro would come in again. So one way you can avoid, oh, wow, there's a mistake in my audio, and I know this sounds like really like, duh, is to listen to it once it's exported. And it's hard to do this. Why? Because you just made it. You just heard, it just came out of your mouth. Why do I have to listen to this again? And I'm here to tell you, uh, yeah, you probably should. And sometimes there might be things in the recording that didn't come through your headphones when you're recording it, things of that nature. So it's always a good idea to listen to it on your computer before you upload it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And what if there's a typo? And for me, I actually use Grammarly. I used to type my show notes in Microsoft Word. I ran multiple spell checks. And I when I think back to this, many of the times if I have a typo and it makes it even more embarrassing, it's in the title. Because typically when you spell check, depending on where you're at, it spell checks whatever window you're in. And you're only in the title-like field for a few seconds to type the title. Hence, the episode was called The Power of a Might Network, not Mighty Network. And so how do you fix this? And I think the best analogy I have for this is, and we're just, uh, again, going to use Apple, but this could be Stitcher, Spotify, Google, any app. Apple actually doesn't have anything in it. It is simply reflecting like a mirror. If you think of Apple as a mirror, whatever is in your feed. And for most of us, we're using a feed generated by either our media host, be it Libsyn, Captivate, Podbean, uh, or you're using something like PowerPress from Blueberry. And that basically comes off of your website. So whatever Apple is using to pull the information in, you don't go to Apple to fix. If you're pretending that it's 1978 and you turn on the radio and there is a record with a skip on, with a skip on, with a skip on, with a skip on, you don't reach – you don't, like, punch the radio to fix – the skip now for those of you under 20 a skip meant that the record would get stuck i just realized that i'm like they're like what is he talking about and you you don't the problem isn't in the radio the problem is at the source and so you'd have to go to the dj and go hey the record's stuck so in the same way if there's a problem in your apple podcast app because there's a typo in your title you don't go to Apple to fix it. You go to the source. And in my case, that was Libsyn. And actually, again, it's not a Libsyn problem. It's a Dave can't type his way out of a paper bag problem. And so I fixed that there. And within, again, 24 hours, the all the typos and things like that. In fact, actually, I fixed the typo. And I just realized as I'm making a video for this to show you how to do this, Uh, Max Trescott from aviationnewstalk.com and Sharon from the All Gods Women podcast. I had completely planned on putting links to their websites because they contributed to the question of the month. And as I was fixing the uh, typo in the title, I was like, wow, I totally forgot to put links to their website. So, again, I've updated that. 24 hours, and that will be in your show notes. So Apple is kind of a mirror. And when you make mistakes, there may be times when you're like, uh, this just means that something's not gonna be right for 24 hours. And especially if you're kind of a perfectionist, that's really going to bug you. And there's just nothing you can do really to speed that up. And I wanna go a little deeper Because it's one thing to make a mistake. Congratulations, you're human. But if we're going to be smart about this, you want to learn from your mistake. And so I stepped back and I was like, okay, why and how did this happen? And I have a thing, and I preach this a lot. If you can come up with a schedule and stick with it, it's a good thing because you become part of your audience's routine. That's absolutely true. However, I thought about this. Would you rather have a good show that was, I don't know, a little late or a meh show that was absolutely on time? And so for me, I typically start my podcast about five o'clock. As I look at the clock right now, it is 3.55 On the 31st of May, this is coming out tomorrow. Why? Because, well, last week happened, and I want to get a jump on this. But last week, instead of starting it at 5 and getting done with it somewhere around 10 with a little break in there for dinner, I went out walking. I'm trying to lose weight, actually lost a little weight this week. And uh, I didn't start my podcast till about 10 p.m. And in my head... I have this deadline of it has to go out midnight Sunday night, which is technically Monday morning. And so sometimes deadlines can be good because it does give you a little bit of sense of urgency, get you going and things like this. But I thought about this later. Uh, Midnight Eastern Standard Time is 9 o'clock on the west coast of the U.S. and I'm not sure where it is. In other parts of the world, but I don't think there's some guy in California going, yo, dude, where's the podcast at? I don't think people are waiting. And sometimes I don't know if it's our ego. I don't know if it's just we are still kind of stuck thinking we're radio but its I don't know that five minutes is going to make that huge of a difference of releasing our podcast. When people are like, should I release it at 10 o'clock or should I release it at 10, 10? I, hmm. One of the powers of podcasting is it's time shifted. I listened to a podcast by Malcolm Gladwell this week in May that was recorded in December. It actually had like Christmas stuff in the background. Because And it had been on sitting on my phone. I just hadn't got to it. And I was like, oh, I haven't listened to this in a while. I clicked, boom. So now I realize I'm a bit of a power user. I have hundreds of podcasts on my phone right now waiting for me to listen to them. And I will get to them eventually. But I wonder sometimes if we're obsessing over like the actual time we release. Because if you think about it, I could have released this at 1 o'clock, at 2 o'clock in the morning, And everybody on the East Coast could have still got up and had Dave in their ears on their way to work if we were going to work. And so that was number one. I had this weird self-inflicted deadline that I had to hit. The other thing, and I just had somebody contact me and they were talking about starting another podcast, said the guy who has about 50. And I'm just here to tell you that you can start another podcast and yes, it will be easier to create the podcast. Cause you know how to make artwork and you know about RSS feeds and you've already got the microphones and things like that, but the actual creating of it, unless you're farming that out and the other really important part is the marketing of it. You know, the part that if you don't do that, nobody listens, that doesn't go away. And again, unless you are farming this out, there's still only 24 hours in a day. And so, the thing that I did was I stepped back and I wa- I went from speaking nowhere to speaking everywhere online. I am still working on my book. Uh, I'm trying to get some things going for the back end. It's slotted to come out in July, but I've got some things I've, I've got to do. I, my publisher is, uh, they're fine people, but I'm not used to working with a publisher and I'm ready to go, 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 go. And they're kind of like, wait, hold on there, cowboy. So I have that going on, and just the whole COVID-19 thing has been going on that's kind of been adding different uh, situations that I normally wouldn't do. And I've said this before, and it's true, you can't have 17 number one priorities, and that's really what was going on with me. So I put my health, which is a good thing, up on the the top of the priority list. I went and walked around for about an hour and a half uh, and got back home ate dinner, and then started my podcast. And in theory, you know, nothing really wrong with that, but there are still only 24 hours in the day. So if you make a mistake, don't just go, ah, and run over and fix it. Step back and go, hmm, what else is going on? And so I have stepped back. I said, you know, one of the things I'm I'm not using is, you know, I was going to say religious, but that's not right, as uh, consistently, shall we say, is my to-do list. I use to dot and it's kind of weird when the first thing on your to-do list is look at to do but that's kind of the situation I was in and I had some family situations pop up a couple other things. And there just comes a time that it dawned on me and my co-host Jim Cullison and I have talked about this. I do a show called ask the podcast coach that's live every Saturday. You have to leave some margin. You have to leave some margin in your life, because if you're, you know, if you don't leave any room for life to happen when it does, things get sloppy. And my problem that I'm now trying, if this is going to make any sense uh, for me, I have the mental picture of a NASCAR guy the the guys in nascar and for the record I don't watch nascar my brother does i for me i got better things to do than watch people turn left for 2 hours but that's just me and but when these guys are driving it you know almost 200 miles an hour who knows it's very very fast and they are literally inches away from a wall they don't realize it but man if they hit the wall they realize they're doing 200 miles an hour and so my goal is to now realize when I start to do things like not use my to-do list and you know have things in my email that get lost and things of this nature, that that is me going, you're too close to the wall. Things are getting sloppy, and you've got to back off. So it's not the end of the world. It's also not the most professional thing you've ever done. And it's in the past. There isn't much you can do about it except fix it, learn from it, And try not to do it going forward. So hopefully this won't happen to you. That's how you fix it. If you do, take a second and go, hmm, why did that happen? And what can I do going forward so it doesn't happen again? Your podcast is typically not your business, but it is your business card. And I love to have these little segments called Because of My Podcast. If you can answer that. Because of my podcast, Blink, I'd love to hear it.
1: Here's Mike's. Hi, my name is Mike Simmons. I am from Just Start Real Estate Podcast. Uh, because I have a podcast, uh, I was able to share a stage with Gary Vaynerchuk. And a brief description of how that went down is uh, have my podcast, I'm growing it, helping as many people as possible. And I had a wild idea because I'm a fan of Gary Vee. Listen to his stuff and have for a couple of years. I had this wild idea to reach out to him directly on Instagram and ask him to be on my podcast. And didn't hear back from him. But about a week later, I get an email from VaynerMedia, his uh, media, uh, media company, and they said, uh, Gary would like you to speak on stage at his Agent 2021 conference, which it was the first year of Agent 2021. In uh, Miami, Florida. And I went down to the Dolphin Stadium and I was able to uh, be on stage during his event. Uh, it was a day long event and uh, had some cool experiences, got to meet Gary and uh, just all from having a podcast that I reached out to him, told him about my podcast. Uh, I, the only thing that could have possibly happened is that he checked out the podcast because that's the only thing he had of mind to look at. Really at the time, my Instagram really wasn't all that spectacular. So I gave him a link back to my podcast to listen to, and uh, he must've checked it out. Uh, cause he had his team give me, uh, reach out to me via email and asked me to participate in agent 2021, uh, back in its first year. So that's how my podcast got me on the same stage as Gary Vaynerchuk.
0: Mike, thanks for sharing that. If you can answer that question again because of my podcast, blank, just go out to com slash contact. And if you want to get your voice right here, we have the, as I mentioned, the question of the month, not due in February. It's due again by June 26th. The question is, Who is the one guest you would love to have on your show? Who is that one person you're like, oh, if I could only get them? And then why? And, of course, tell us about your show and where we can find it. All you have to do to answer that question is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. I hear over and over and over how transcripts can really, really boost your show And the idea there is if Google likes words, if you give them more words, then Google will go crazy, your podcast will go nuts, and money will fall from heaven. And I've said, "Mm, not so sure about that because there are people like me that when I see a transcript will run away and Google wants to drive people to pages that have good content not so much lots of words. And there's a show called Marketing School with Eric Sue and Neil Patel, who are basically two giant marketing gurus. And here's what they had to say about transcripts. In the past, historically, we've tried posting, we would go to Rev and then we would get the transcript and we would post the transcript right below the video. It would do basically nothing for us. I think even for Marketing School for a couple of years, we were doing that. It didn't help us get any traffic at all. And even when we use it on a decent domain authority site like singlegrain.com, It doesn't really do much for us. If you're going to do something like that, what I would recommend is, sure, get the transcript, but have a writer actually write something, maybe, you know, long form and actually make it very bloggish conversational. And then, you know, you should probably have an easier time doing that. But just the transcript, just the captions alone, that's not going to really get you far. Now, obviously, if you are doing absolutely zero show notes, transcripts would be better. And for those people that are deaf, they would love transcripts. But if your goal is to get more visitors to your website, to increase your search engine optimization, I've been saying it. I don't think it does you any good. If anything, it will increase your bounce rate. ID3 tags is another thing that people are starting to say. This will boost your SEO, your search engine optimization. Google will come and find you. And to the best of my knowledge that is not true and here's why ID3 tags are inside the MP3 and I realized that different apps now are transcribing the audio but the ID3 tags are not in the audio it's in it's in the actual file it's in the guts of the MP3 file and these were huge and I mean ginormous in 2005 Through say 2008, because all the apps use them. And now almost none of the apps use them. Well, what is it? What is an ID3 tag? It is your author name, it is the name of the show, the maybe the episode number, and mainly your artwork. And so when you see these now, is If you go to somebody's website and they have the download button enabled, and I'm not quite sure why anybody would ever turn that off because, hey, let's not make it easy to download your file for people who want to listen at work. Anyway, uh, you can download the file, but now that file is no longer, your MP3 file is no longer in a feed like it is in an app. And when somebody clicks play, you get what I affectionately refer to as the gray music note of death. If you're on a Windows machine and it doesn't display the name of your show, doesn't display you as the author, and it doesn't display your artwork. Now, is this the end of the world? No, but you do kind of look like a hack. If for some reason you have somebody who is downloading a lot of episodes to their main computer and listening on a computer, well, we know, again... That even though that's gone up a little bit with everybody being home, for the most part, people are listening on their devices, their, their phones. And if your phone displays any kind of episodic artwork, it's because it's in the feed. Now, Apple Podcast kind of doesn't show that at all, but I do see glimpses of them. Uh, I know if you're subscribed to your show in Apple Podcasts, you don't get episodic artwork. That drives me nuts. Spotify does. Apple on the web does. But again, that's all the feed. That's all information in your feed. It's not in the MP3 file. Those are ID3 tags are in the MP3 file. And that's the other confusing thing. There are things called tags that are on a WordPress site, that are on a website, that's not, this is inside the MP3 file. And so if you see somebody go, oh yeah, you need to work on your tags or your metadata, that's sometimes called that, Uh, your ID3 tags, to the best of my knowledge, does not help your SEO. I don't think Google is looking at that. And it's great that people are obsessing over it. It's just a bummer that it's not 2006 because almost no apps really use that. Now, the good news is it takes all of two seconds to add this information. I use a tool called MP3 tag. If you're using Libsyn, if you're using Blueberry, they can actually write this information inside the MP3 file for you. But I just wanted to say, unless somebody can send me a link, ID3 tags do not boost your SEO. And you'll notice I saved this to the end because by the time you hear this, it's old news. Joe Rogan got 100 million dollars to move his podcast under Spotify in the same way that there is exclusive content under Disney, there's exclusive content under Hulu, there's exclusive content under HBO. So being exclusive is not new. It's kind of a bummer because it used to be open, but you know, those other things used to be maybe open as well. But I love the fact that everybody complains that says, "You know, but if somebody offered me 100 million, I do it too." Now, the one thing that people kind of like get all bent out of shape, they go, oh, it's not a podcast anymore. And you know what? Technically, it's not. It's not delivered by an RSS feed. If only our audience cared about RSS feeds, and they don't. So I use the analogy of uh, I went through many, many years of marriage counseling, trying to save my last marriage. And I use this that if your wife thinks that you – take her for granted and you can give her 37 reasons cause you're like just such the logical guy that no, you don't take her for granted. It really doesn't matter because if she feels taken for granted, she it's that, that is a truth. And so if somebody listening to a show in Spotify says, yep, I'm listening to a podcast or if they're watching a YouTube video and they go, yep, I'm listening to my podcast or they're what, yeah, I, You know I know that you know that I know that it's not really a podcast because there's no RSS feed, but because the audience thinks it's a podcast, it's a podcast, and I don't think it really matters at this point. All the people – and look, I'm all for RSS feeds. I'm not ready to kick that to the curb by any means, but I think in the end we're all content creators, And in the same way that if you take an old classic movie like Gone with the Wind, that's been on film, it's been on DVD, it's been on Blu-ray, it's probably on Laserdisc, and now it's probably able to be streamed. We are content creators, and podcasting is just a channel. So congratulations to Joe. I don't think it's going to work between you and me. I'm popping my popcorn, and I'm ready to watch. I'll be interested to see where he is in five years with that. But... Is somebody going to pay me $100 million? That's the one thing. Hold on before I wrap this up. The one thing that's really good about this is Joe has proven that really good content, content that connects with people, content that you can't get any place else, is of value. But I'm here to tell you I don't think Joe Rogan is sitting there winging things off the top of his head. I do wish sometimes there was some better editing on that show, but nonetheless, good content with a connected audience is valuable. It's not easy. It's not simple, but it's valuable. And so many people, I heard a podcast last week, they're like, you can turn on your, your phone and talk to your dog and get a pod out. Well, you know what? That's true. But don't expect to get $100 million for that. I'm not paying anything, including my time, to listen to you talk to your dog. As I said, Joe Rogan is a content creator. He gets interesting people into a safe place where they can say interesting things. And I know it looks like he's having a conversation, but I learned things on Joe Rogan and I'm not a huge listener, but I've learned things about Ted Nugent. Now growing up, I was a huge Ted Nugent fan and I learned things about Ted Nugent that I didn't know. Like, did you know that Ted Nugent's son is a vegan He's a vegetarian or whichever one you pick one either way, Thanksgiving's got to be awkward around the Nugent house. I would think, so that's the kind of stuff you can't get. I got to hear Bernie Sanders give the, a behind-the-scenes information on the presidential debates. You can't get that anyplace else. So while, yes, Joe is having a conversation, a conversation does not equal podcast material. Just because I could call up my brother right now on the phone and we could talk about whatever, yes, it's a conversation, but that's not really podcast-worthy. It's not going to deliver value to the audience, and that's why I don't put out – conversations with my brother as a podcast. It's one of the few things I don't podcast, but I know I have a lot, but that's my thoughts on Joe Rogan. Congrats to Joe. Kind of bummed that he's not everywhere. We'll see what happens. It'll be a fun experiment and I'll be interested to see where he is in five years. You know where you could be in five years? I know you could be a lot further along with whatever it is you're trying to do in your life. If you just start a podcast, we heard because of my podcast stories today, Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And you can save 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And that coupon is not in print. I'm only telling you because you are listening right now. Hence, listener. In the future, I've got more interviews with people who are podcasting for full time. we have going to have an interview with some new technology that's coming down the pike. And if you'd like to subscribe, simply go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed.